Welcome to Simple Faith, where questions are okay to ask, answers are found, and Christ is glorified. Now here's your host, Andrew Robinson and Marty Arredondo. Hello and welcome. This is Marty Arredondo and Andrew Robinson. And this is Simple Faith, episode 36. 36. Yes, 36. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew other languages more. Like that. Sorry, that's all I know. And I don't even know that much Spanish. So <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we had a pretty good question uh, on uh, out of the United Kingdom. Yes, the UK. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> how do you know if you're called? Exactly. That's the question. <laughs> okay. Cool. So let's. Uh, if it's good with you, I want to go over Galatians. I know we did in the last episode. Yeah. But I want to cool. talk about Paul's call to apostleship, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about our call to uh, minister. Okay. Sounds cool. Good? Sounds good. So it says uh, in Galatians one. 11, okay, uh, but I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man, for I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former conduct in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I advanced in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem and to those who were apostles before me. But I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. And so I want to... Maybe expand on that a little bit. Or, uh, basically, uh, Paul is talking about his call to apostleship, and he said that he was separated from his mother's womb. And Jeremiah the prophet also uh, mentioned that, and uh, a lot of the the apostles and preachers have talked about how they were called from basically their existence, or, or were known about for eternity in God's mind about their calling. And uh, let me say this also. It says that uh, in Christ, we're all priests and kings, um, that we're, we're all called to minister the gospel in the Great Commission. So the, the concerning the question, how do you know if you're called, all are called to minister the good news. Mm-hmm. Are you called into full-time ministry? Don't know yet, you know, right? So here, here's where we'll offer our uh, personal, uh, maybe perspective, testimonies, whatever you want to call it, to kind of encourage you. But the fact that you're even asking the question in my mind may be an indicator that you are, because most people who aren't, don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> you know? Um, and, um, you know, it's like, and I don't know why I'm thinking of this. 
It's like one time I was worried when I was first a, a brand new Christian. I said, I was talking to this preacher, and I said, man, I'm worried that maybe I, I've committed the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. I said, they, they used to terrify me. And, uh, and I said, how do I know that I haven't done it? And he goes, uh, if you'd done it, you wouldn't care. Because uh, you wouldn't be saved right now. So that's kind of a, 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 an invalid question, you know. So I kind of I took that from him. His name was uh, Pastor Mike down in New Orleans. But anyways, um, so concerning are you called, uh, or how do you know you're called? Probably the fact that you are interested in a calling is an indication that you are, okay, if it's to minister. Uh, um, all are called to, to salvation, you know, through the grace of Christ. Not all receive it. We're all commissioned to spread the word. Right. Okay. So, with that being said, Marty, how'd you know? Okay. <laughs> mine is <laughs> mine's kind of a long story, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the uh, the watered down version. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, it started out really in my, well, when I was a kid, I had the concept going, but I really didn't know, you know, it's kind of too much for me as far as, you know, my faith and all that. I was learning and I felt a little something. However, when I uh, got into my teens, I felt really, you know, it was like God was putting things in my heart to something to do. And Mm -hmm. I decided to eventually go into um, uh, uh, enroll in ministry. And we're in the university and decided to major in, in ministry or, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I think that, that program was called uh, um, Christian Studies. Anyway, which would lead to ordination into a, a denomination. Yeah. Well, at that chapel, a lot, a lot of times our flesh and our own desires gets in the way of that. And then we have to kind of fight that off. You know, at, at the chapel meeting, I remember many are called, but few are chosen. And I use that as an escape to exit stage right. <laughs> you know, I wanted like, yeah. yeah, this is my opportunity to get out of here and do what Marty wants to do, which was the typical university kind of thing for a lot of kids. Not everybody, but for me, it was yeah. like, I want to go this and have fun. Okay, so let's fast forward in my life. You know, throughout my life, uh, I had these things in my heart. And I mean, got to the point where I couldn't even sleep. I mean, it, I was not not so much depressed, but I was like, man... <laughs> You know, God's putting something in my head and in my heart to do. And I try to push it away and let things get in and in, in wash it with different things and get involved in other things to kind of, um, to, to put, you know, to put those thoughts away. Because it's just like, that That was, now why would I, you know, why would I want to do that? And why would he want me to do that? Maybe it's just me just thinking that. But it wasn't. It was actually him telling me. And <clears throat> it was confirmed because other people started getting involved and saying, "Hey, uh, Marty, have you ever thought of being of preaching? Uh, have you ever thought of you know teaching or working with other people's in ministry?" I'm like, "Well, you know, kind of." And then I go through the same process. This is kind of like what was going on in my heart. But you know, it's a lot of times people will say, "Well, you know, the church will decide whether you know." There's an argument. There's there's people who argue about that, saying, "Well, you can't be." called this the church will decide if you want to be a minister you can't just become a minister and i have a problem with that you know yeah but there are there are certain groups of people who feel that unless the church does it then you're not really called but i disagree with that like i said um there was enough confirmations in my life that make 
that I don't even believe now, I know, for the fact that, for one, uh, I was the one struggling with it, not these people who say you're not, you know. I was the one who having these long nights and these things in my head and, you know, things were just laid out, you know. It's like anything. When God wants things to happen, they're just kind of laid out. Well, this is the same way, you know, things started to falling in place. When I accepted, hey, God, I, you know, I'm here, I'm going to do whatever you want me to do, then things, I stopped blocking him and started allowing things in my heart and things just started, you know, from one thing led to another, to another, to another. You know, it got to the point where people were asking me to, to preach, uh, coming, to, uh, coming, you know, uh, to me for advice. Um, I was giving opportunities in ministry that were never there before. The reason why they were never there before, because I was pushing everything away. I was letting, you know, letting it work out. So, yeah. for me, that's confirmation alone. I don't have to get the confirmation from the church. I have to get it straight from him. That's just, yeah. that's, that's my beliefs. No, I think you're right, too, because obviously, you know, here with what Paul is saying, uh, that he didn't go talk to anybody upon his calling. Mm -hmm. It was directly from God. Right, right. You know, and a lot of people, um, and, you know, it's not to step on any toes. Right. uh, Because, first of all, this isn't geared towards Catholics or Episcopalians. Or evangelicals, and you'll deal why I'm giving this disclaimer. A lot of people say, "Well, you know, it has to come through the church." Well, a lot of groups uh, that I think you're talking about, well, maybe you're, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not reading Marty's mind right here, but we'll say, "Well, the keys of the kingdom were given to Peter, and we have to follow this lineage." Well, Paul was called directly by God, kind of on a side know after his calling did they give him the right hand of fellowship but he said that these apostles didn't really add anything to him because he received the gospel from God directly mm-hmm. and I've heard that in several circles you know in those groups that I mentioned previously well it has to be handed down from the church kind of like you were mentioning before mm-hmm. um, in order for it to be a real calling but obviously Paul was real and he acted on it now imagine if they wouldn't have given him the right in a fellowship or said no nah, you know what no or like some had done because in many of his uh, um, epistles he talks about how people say he wasn't truly an apostle that he didn't have these credentials that he didn't have these letters and all these, these things and he says no you're you're our epistles written on our hearts and stuff like and these people just seek you for fame, basically. Right. And, you know, so he had a true love for the people. He really served them. And that's what Christ's love is about. Right. So right. when I see this <clears throat> versus the doctrine of men that Marty, you know, I know he and I both dealt with that. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've talked about it quite a bit, maybe not so much on here, but we both dealt with the, We'll let you know if you're called. Right. Or you can be called in our setting. Or, you know, that's fine. You're called, but don't do anything about it until we, whatever group you're affiliated with at the time, says, well, we release you now in a ministry. Right. And I just, I don't see that based on Paul's life. Mm-hmm. Or Apollos, if you read uh, Corinthians. So... Mm-hmm. The point being is, 
you know, and, and the correction that was given to Apollos was just about the, the baptism of John and the fact that Christ had come already, you know. Um, so, and that's a whole other topic that we'll cover maybe another time. But point being is, it wasn't, hey, you follow us, you hang out with us for three years, and then we'll allow you to go. No, nah, it was like, hey, go promote the, the kingdom, you know. Let's, let's do this. And so, you know, it wasn't like anybody had the corner on the market. They just wanted it out there for the benefit of souls of life. So I guess what me and Marty are both saying is if you're called, if you have that desire in your heart, if you have that knowledge and you're confident and you're preaching the gospel, the true gospel being, and we've covered it several times here before, you know, Christ is the the only Son of God, uh, that He was uh, born of a virgin, lived sinlessly, uh, that He was crucified, three days later risen from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit, and if whoever believes on that can be saved, you're preaching the gospel, you know? So, don't stop. I would encourage you to do that if that's your desire, you know? Right. Right. It's it's very difficult and it can be very uh, depressing. You know, it can actually get depressing when you have someone say, uh, well, you're, you're not authorized to, to do that. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. Or, and we've both had that. Yeah. And it's sad because, you know, what are these, what is this man doing to this other person that God's telling them to do? I mean, you have a man telling you what God's telling you to do, not to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just doesn't yeah, make sense. Exactly. It doesn't make no sense. You know, you're right. And, uh, you know, there's a there's a verse, and it's uh, in Acts four nineteen. I'm glad you said that. You know, doing what a man tells you to do versus doing what God tells you to do. And so here's some encouragement. If if somebody has told you don't preach the gospel for whatever reason, okay, and and it may even be another. Christian who's misinformed or whatever. Uh, in Acts 4.19, it says, uh, let's start at 18, actually. Acts 4.18. So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had first Further than them, they let them go, finding no way of punishing them because of the people, since they all glorified God for what had been done. So, there you go. I mean, what what's more appropriate to do what man says or what God says? Exactly, exactly. You know, so the bottom line is, God's going to put things in your heart, <clears throat> in your mind. He's going to lay things out. The doors are going to open to even confirm that. You don't need somebody to tell you you're confirmed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. So, um, I don't know. I, I guess that about covers it on my end. I don't have anything to add to it. No, that, that's, that's, that, that's it. I mean, what more can you say? But I, all I can tell you this is that move forward. You know, the person who asked this question, move forward. 
Uh, don't, mm-hmm. you know, I wasted time because I was struggling because I had my own desires and everything else. And a lot of us do that kind of stuff, you know, and we were unsure. Yeah. But if you open your heart and you open your mind, God's going to set a plan. He already has a plan for you. Just just take it, mm-hmm. run with it, and do it. Just do it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Marty's right. You know, and, and even if what's in your way, because that's, his, his struggle and my struggles are very similar, but they're kind of like parallel. They're not exactly uh, the same. Um, my struggle was I couldn't get over myself or how I felt unworthy <clears throat> to preach. You know, and and anytime somebody found a reason to disqualify me, I'd believe it. And, okay, cool, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the case. So, you know, if you whether it's a, a voice of condemnation, whether it's a voice of, of, oh, I'm this authority, you know, or listen to me, you know. And I'm not saying you can't have godly influence that gives you good counsel, but I'm just saying, like, you can you can preach the word. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I encourage those who are listening, if you have any questions, or even have, if you yourself have thought of doing ministry, or, or not doing ministry, but taking part in ministry, uh, yeah. and, and not sure, I mean, email us, send us an email, we'd love to hear from you, we'd love to hear your questions, we'd love to hear your struggles that you're having, because we, we've been there, yeah. we've been there, and we're still going through it. I mean, it's a daily, it's a, it's a daily thing that you deal with. There's so many things that, that are thrown to you when it comes to doing ministry. And let, let me tell you something. Ministry is not a simple thing. You know, <laughs> you know. There's, there's some people who are do it <clears throat> and think, well, you know, you see the outside of it. But there's a lot of struggle going on there because, you know, walking in Christ. And this goes for Christians as well. Uh, as well you know that you get attacked even more so. Especially when you're trying to do everything as possible uh, towards Him. That you get attacked yeah. on a daily basis in some way or form or fashion, you know. So I encourage you guys to send us your emails. Uh, you can send an email to Andrew, Andrew at hisfellowship.org or, or myself at uh, Marty at hisfellowship.org. And we'd love to hear from you. If you have any other questions, do it. Send us an email. Um, <clears throat> if you're online, for those of you who have not checked out our Facebook page and want to message us that way, please do so. You can find us at His Fellowship. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Hidden in Christ Ministries. Uh, you just look up the page on uh, Facebook, and you'll you'll find our, our our podcasts are listed. You know, some scriptures are there. You know, you can send us a message, whatever. Uh, if you want to go on our website and check out some of the uh, Andrew's writings and stuff, you can go to plainfaith.org. That's plainfaith.org, and we would be uh, happy to hear from you. So again, uh, just uh, pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and uh, yeah. until next time. God bless. God bless. And this is what you get.